0: And a good afternoon, everyone. Welcome to the Sports and Media Show. I'm Jeff.
1: I'm Joe.
0: We uh, Show number 47. Joe, you believe that? Yeah.
1: Well, yeah. There you what, go. five more shows in a year? <laughs> yeah, we'll be there. If my math is right, yeah. I don't know if I'm not really a big mathematician. Yeah, neither
0: am yeah. I. Hey, I thought before we get into some topics, <laughs> we would uh, put a, something up there for the Facebook folks who like to watch the show. And, and I found uh, the subject matter sure. I didn't tell you about, but I thought I'd just throw you, throw you up. you. oh but, but it's easy. I think you'll have one or two. Okay. How about you could, if you were the commissioner and you could change one rule... In any sport, all right? So you could change one rule in any sport. I'll go first. That way you can think for a minute because okay. I threw you under the bus here. Okay. But if you're out there in Facebook and you want to uh, go ahead and uh, comment, please do. Here's what I would like to do. I think at, at this point now we should eliminate kickoffs in the National Football League. Almost every kickoff goes out of the end zone anyway, so let's just start the ball at 25 and move on with the game. So... If you're out there on Facebook watching, like I know some people are logging on right now, what sport or what rule would you change in any sport, college, pro, high school, whatever? What would you change?
1: I, I agree that that's in some ways become meaningless. But there's been so many great moments for kickoffs where, where, where people come back. But there's also a lot of injuries there. I don't know. That's, a, that's an interesting one. I've heard some people say that. For me, I wish there was fewer time between plays in the NFL. Like, there's too, too much sitting around and waiting. There you go. you know, I, you know What is it, 24 seconds? Or? In
0: the NFL, it's like 40-second clock, and that's that, and that's after the ball is put on the ground. So there's right. actually I mean, I sometimes a minute. I, just
1: I just just wish. wish. I mean, I don't know if it's feasible to do something like that, but... I hate that. I also like a shot clock on baseball for pitches. I think there's too much. I don't think there should be enough people. Uh, uh, you shouldn't be able to have the catcher go out there and talk so many 30. times. And Denise, I, I love baseball, and I, I, there's some things I'd like to have it quickened. Uh, I also heard somebody talking about whether or not there should be a four-point shot from midcourt.
0: There you go. Right, so what do you think about I, that? It doesn't bother me. You know? we're, we're, I'm just asking them. Oh, you a, can't yeah, do
1: that because we can't have four-point shots. Well, there never used to be a three-point. Three point. Yeah. Lo- I'd say, a, what's your favorite rule that's gone in the last 10 or 20 years ago like I think the three point shot has has reinvigorated the NBA
0: yeah I think it's also reinvigorated college basketball too because college basketball if you recall in the early 80s was really boring four corners offense yeah uh, you know, no shot clock 50 and point, yeah, 50,
1: 52, you know. so
0: yeah, I think the shot clock and, and the three point line are great for, uh, for college basketball as well as pro basketball with the, uh, with the three points. So yeah, I, you know, so if you, there's a rule in sports, you'd like to be changed, you know, get on Facebook right now and go to our, uh, we're live on my page and, uh, ask about it. The other one I, you know, I, I, I know you're a soccer guy, so I'm probably, this is going to be sacrilege to you, but what about eliminating offsides in soccer?
1: I have no problem with
0: that. I mean, where an athlete beats an athlete downfield and you'd add more scoring.
1: I, I have absolutely no problem with that. Just like I had no problem with the, with the change of the blue lines in the NHL, I thought that made the game faster, quicker, okay. um, as far as having the puck over the two lines and what have you. I like it because here's one thing, and, and I'm not anti-referee or, 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 or official, but in the high school level, most of these people who are trying to officiate it don't know the rule or they can't see it fast enough. Or some kid on the, on the sideline does it. So it really screws it up. And I think it also gives too much power to the referees in soccer, which I think they have way too much power in soccer.
0: There you go. So we'll just keep going with this subject today. And as we get on to some other, uh, other matters, as they say, in the world of sports, I'll let you go first now, Joe.
1: Well, there's one. It's um, in Detroit. Craig Custins, who I think he used to work for ESPN and a couple of other different places, uh, real good writer, he's creating a new sports website in the Detroit area where they're gonna cover all four professional teams in Detroit, including Michigan, Michigan State, Major, and he's trying to make it a subscription only, and they said if they even get 10,000, they could have six full-time writers covering this and trying to give them stuff that you wouldn't get otherwise. Instead of all the play-by-play for games, you'd get some features from games and other insights and sidebars. and and These are really, the list of people he's already hired is pretty high. What are your thoughts about uh, subscription journalism? Mm -hmm.
0: We're, we're heading that way, you know, with the, with the downfall of some of the, of the of newspapers and, and some of the, me, the media outlets right now where people are getting their sports. Subscription and pay sports are, you know, are, are going to be the, the wave of the future. I don't want to pay for it yet. I'm not prepared for that. I'd still like to live in the world we live now, but I can see it's coming, and it's one of those things that I think we're just going to have to live with eventually.
1: So you, you like the Braves and you like the Steelers. Um, and I
0: pay for the Steelers. So I pay for the Sunday tickets. How, how much do
1: you pay for that?
0: Oh, How much is well, it nowadays? Two nineteen a year, or something like that. Two ninety nine a year.
1: Would you be willing to pay five ninety nine a month, or forty bucks a year, to get um, daily coverage of in depth pieces and stories and analysis of the Steelers? Or do You feel like you? I wouldn't right
0: now because there's enough places I can go to get that. You know what I'm saying?
1: Are there any writers that you particularly follow? For the Steelers, oh uh, this
0: guy named Ali. I can't think of his last name. Ali Mashtag. and then there's also oh yeah, you know, you know I'm, yeah, about yeah, Cap, right. I'm terrible at names. And there's also one other one uh, at, the, at the Tribute Review that I really like a lot, and it's it's a brain. His name is Bob Labriola. Is that it? I, Another, I know yeah, the name, yeah. but I don't. Yeah. yeah.
1: So if you grab both of those writers and they put them on a website, would that lure you to come in maybe a little bit more? It might,
0: you know, because you don't because it is nice to be able to go see some stuff that you can't obviously get get around here. So it, it might. I can see where you know, if you had to. I mean, when I was younger, I used to buy like the Steelers Digest that came out like once a month, sure. so you could get some of the before the internet, so you could get some of the inside. So it's, I'm not opposed to it. it's just right now the the internet has kind of been free, and a lot of the right. stuff that you can always find is free. So to just to start paying for it seems like i wouldn't do it but you never know i'm not i'm not opposed but i'm not going to jump the fence yet i guess
1: yeah because packers plus is one of the most i don't know if it's the most lucrative but it's always been very popular as far as a a pay Uh, rivals now there's certain things you can get into and not get into and things are changing i agree with you i think that subscription is going to be part of what's going on i pay four bucks a month for the entire new york times on my phone and I'm, i'm i'm doing that both to support journalism but I'm on it all the time, yeah. but I don't know that I would be if I were if they had a New York sports one. I don't know or not. Yeah, Depends go. who's writing.
0: That's a great another great subject. So that's a good one. Um, I know one of the things you sent me a uh, a list on to talk about today was the umpires had a minor protest about some of the abuse they've been taking in in the major league. So they all wore uh, not all a few of them wore a uh, white wristband I believe on their left right. arm as as a sign of solidarity and protest against uh, you know abuse they're getting from you know coaches and players well
1: ian kinsler went off uh, on on an umpire there the other day
0: well i'm gonna go off now oh okay all right
1: let me let me strap myself in well here's ready to go
0: if umpires you're not the game no one pays to see you
1: wait a minute what
0: no one pays okay. to see an umpire you don't go i'm gonna go out and see harry wendell said i'm gonna go out and see joe west i'm gonna go out and see see
1: you know the name i know
0: the names because they make themselves Cowboy part joe of the game. West. come on country joe west so they they, they make them part <laughs> see, of the game see and that's what's aggravating about major league baseball umpires you know they they do that and it just drives you nuts they they don't understand the strike zone they don't call the strike zone the by the letter of the law you know and they, they they don't understand why players get mad and they they're so short tempered an umpire's default mechanism is always to kick somebody out and move on instead of having a conversation you know you can have a conversation and you can also be wrong as an umpire when it, remember when the guy the umpire Basically messed up the perfect game for the Detroit Tigers pitcher a few years ago. Yes, and he, he came he, out and, and he apologized. apologized. I thought that was awesome. He no other umpire I ever remember doing that. He he came off and he was genuinely sorry because he messed up something. But Joe West would never do that. Joe West in his mind has never been wrong on a call and that's the attitude they portray. I don't care if they wear white armbands or not. I think umpires should be be only seen when it's necessary, and they shouldn't be allowed to scream and yell. They should all have to call a strike the same way, a ball the same way, and an out and a safe the same way, and make them less a, part of the background instead of the foreground as Major League Baseball allow them to happen because they, they bring out their individuality on the field, and they don't need to. There's no need for it.
1: Well, on the first point, I agree. I, I think that too often... There are some officials that be, try to become the game, and going back to soccer, I think I see it far more in soccer. You go to international, you see the World Cup games, oh, and yeah. the Olympic games, and I think the soccer official has far more of that. Um, in baseball, I I think these guys do get it right most of the time. I I, I mean I would venture to guess. In the things I've read and, and I've seen, they're probably right oh, in yeah. the upper nineties oh, percent. I, it's a I think baseball is the toughest game to officiate because of balls and strikes. Yeah, they're right
0: think? most of the time. It's how they be how they it's how they call the game. I think is what aggravates people. They don't need to scream and yell out and safe and have their own individual calls for strikes and balls. What other sport is allowed to do that? You know?
1: Well, with the computer nowadays, they're having less and less of that. I yep. mean, it used to be back in the days you had the high strike in the yeah. American League and a low strike, strike in the National League. Yeah. And, and since they're both, it's all interleague play. I think you're seeing less of that. But there's certain umpires, I think maybe the way they're crouched and you see certain ways and you're going to get an outside strike once in a while. Yep. But um, I, 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 I like the umpire. I, there's certain rules. Think about this. Here's what I don't like. I don't like grown men going out to an umpire and kicking dirt and picking up bases like a bunch of twelve year olds. And I think that's far more embarrassing than anything that the that, that umpires do.
0: I'd agree, when they when they when they when they have to use other materials to try to get their point across.
1: And there's certain rules, you know, I I, I used to catch, you know, and, and I, you know certain rules, which is if you have a question or a problem with the umpire, you keep your head po- pointed towards the pitcher and you, you can they'll let you get away with it going, That was a crappy call but as long as you're not turning around to yeah. look at them. They're good, even though they might not be bad. But you know, there's certain criteria you follow, and and Ian Kinsler, I think, went way overboard. And when when it was Angel Hernandez, I think he went after. And and you know, if you're going to say these things, why don't you t- say him saying privately as well?
0: Yeah, I agree. And Angel Hernandez has been one of the umpires that's kind of been under scrutiny forever. Sure. You know, and, and he's kind of even self trying to sue the the Major League Baseball for some things as well. So he's kind of pointed the pointed the arrow towards himself. And so we'll see. Uh, I your umpires get it right i just don't i don't need theatrics i think theatrics from the coaches and players should go away and theatrics on the calls should go away safe out strike ball call it go back to your position let's move on
1: and you'll have an umpire every once in a while who will um will just feel like they're in charge too much Yep. um i tim mcclellan yeah i don't remember so much if he did too much of that but uh, I've noticed it at some high school and high college levels. Heck, it, I played in a rec softball league when I was in Orlando, <laughs> and uh, we played at this really great facility. I, I was running the team, and and it was for the I, I don't know if it was the Orlando Sentinel team or not. And I, I I don't get angry if it's a bad call. I'm like whatever. I'm usually really chummy with the umpires. and I was there with my daughter. She was nine months old, and a friend of mine, who <laughs> Rick, who, who who's a who's a radio guy. It must be you, radio. No, it guys. must be yeah, and. Uh, uh, he got really angry at the umpire about some call and started saying some stuff. And suddenly the umpire yelled at him and he says, I don't want to hear another word from any of you guys. And I'm sitting behind the dugout holding my nine-month-old daughter next to my wife and I said, what do you mean, we can't say anything? <laughs> and he goes, you're out of here. <laughs> Joe and got booted. Apparently I, I went Vesuvius. And, um, but I went upstairs to the guy who was running the league, and here's the situation. He knows, he goes, You got thrown? You never get angry. And I don't. You know, if it's a bad call, it's like, Hey, it's a bad call. And end up the umpire, in this case, fortunately got suspended.
0: Good job, um, Joe.
1: I also had a out of game, but <laughs> <laughs>
0: oh. so all right. We'll switch subject, but real quick. Remember, if you'd like to change one rule in any sport, Facebook, us and we'll uh, we'll talk about it. If any rule in any sport, Absolutely. any level, you'd like to change, give us a uh, just give us a Facebook on there. And know, we'll some people, some of our alumni are out there watching right now as well. Now, the other thing as we turn to a non, a uh, uh, more of a serious subject is this gymnastics scandal um, right. is really. Uh, it, I think you put the email you sent me is you don't think it's really got enough. Attention as it should deserve because a lot of our Olympic athletes have been, you know, either abused or there's hints of abuse by some of the coaches. So, uh, you know, you know more about this than I do, so I'll let you take the lead. But this is a scandal that is really, really, uh, you know, scary for lack of a better word.
1: Yeah, it's it's interesting because admittedly I hadn't read a whole lot of it about it either. Is that uh, the uh, the team doctor for the U.S. Olympic uh, women's gymnastics team has been accused? I don't know. At this point, if there's been anything else legally about that. Um, but he, uh, of abusing both, uh, pretty much physically, sexually, I don't know if it's it's both or what the legal definitions of it. And Allie Rasmond, who's been the captain of the last two U.S. Olympic teams, um, has come out and, and she actually came out and said, This isn't getting much attention you know she said exactly uh, I feel like there's a lot of articles about it but nobody has said this is horrible this is what we're going to change and I still haven't seen anything about it it, it, I wonder if it's because another study came out this past week which is no shocker that women only receive I you know in ESPN like 3% and other places 7% they get almost no coverage so I wonder if this is because they're not getting the coverage that no one's up and armed even though this is a very celebrated Olympic uh, squad especially the last one yeah, exactly. and you have uh, a, a the captain of one of the teams uh, of this past two teams speaking out against it um, it's far more egregious than what happened at Penn State not that that wasn't yeah, horrific and, and terrible because there's this more people is impacting involved, more bro. people yes absolutely
0: yeah, exactly. So, uh, I mean, yeah, it's it's scary. and I, I, The only thing I think maybe that's not getting enough attention is we're not in the Olympic cycle right now. And people are kind of not in the Olympic boats. So they're not thinking about gymnastics. There's so much other sports sure. going on, which we've talked about a lot on these shows, is the fact that there's so much sports. And this, this hasn't hit yet. Now, when the Olympics come around or get closer, there, maybe there'll be a chance that this will uh, get the attention it deserves. Uh, but, yeah, it's, it's even hard to talk about because you don't know which angle to go at. And and, and it kind of – It's tactically tough to talk about when you talk about sexual abuse and allegations and things like that. So it makes me a little nervous to talk about it as well. And maybe that's why some journalists are kind of shying away from it, which is horrible, but maybe that's the reason.
1: Or or it doesn't seem like it's gaining traction with the public. Yeah. Um, I I mean, besides you and I, I don't know how many other people are talking about this. And um, if they are... I remember when it first came
0: out the story was out probably maybe about a new cycle of two or three days and it kind right. of went away and I think what Ali Rasmussen said is, is correct it just went away uh, it was almost like nobody wanted to cover it because it was a, such a a terrible and horrible subject matter and there's other, and so that's what happened and maybe by her coming out and maybe some of the other gymnast gymnasts as we get closer to the next olympic cycle we'll we'll, we'll keep harping on this so there could be change in this in this program
1: do you think it has anything to do with you have a, a, a segment of America right now who does not want to mix politics and sports, even though, as we've recounted, it's it's been going on for a hundred years, sports you, and everything.
0: Yeah, well, and where can you go right now where politics and sports are mixed? It doesn't matter what the subject matter right. is. You know, even in my, I, you know, my communication class this week, you, you start talking about broadcast announcing, well, you can't help but b- having to bring it up a little bit that politics and sports have crossed, uh, you know, paths. I mean, Kevin Durant calling out the president last week about if the Warriors get invited to right. the white house everywhere you go it's sports and politics right now i mean we're obviously going to get to the story about robert lee not being allowed to cover a game for espn <laughs> in charlottesville because oh. his name's robert lee uh and espn is just getting all kinds of heck for this and i think they they're it's one of those things where i think their intentions were good but i think they overstepped their boundaries a lot and now this robert lee guy is getting all this unwanted attention and i'll be honest with you I've never heard of Robert Lee, ESPN announcer. Yeah, this is
1: great for Robert yeah. Lee.
0: Robert Lee is now a name <laughs> that, that people know, <laughs> either good or bad, right? So that's absolutely crazy.
1: Well, it was funny because ESPN's response was with everybody getting upset about this. Oh, this is an overreaction. Well, ESPN overreacted. Exactly. They should have never, never pulled this guy off there. People would have, most people would have went, "What?" And there may be a couple of people laughing a little bit about it, but snickering and you know, juvenilely. But who, who, who cares? Well, yeah, ex- ex-
0: you, that's, a, that, that's what this subject could be. Robert Lee, ESPN pulled. Who cares? ESPN. You, you, sometimes they act like the, I think they want attention. ESPN does.
1: I, I don't but, think they did on this one, but I agree. Yeah. I think sometimes they do. Yeah,
0: but they got it, and it's just it, it's it's embarrassing for ESPN to, to 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 do this. In my opinion, I mean, I don't understand why, what they were thinking. Nobody was going to be offended, and honestly. When you think about a football announcers, they're on at the beginning of a game for about you know a minute to set the stage. Right. Mostly in college because the games are on all the time, so they set the stage. Their name might be their names are across the, off the bottom of the screen for twenty seconds. The game starts. Uh, I'll be I'll be honest with you. I, I'm a sports enthusiast. Once the game starts, I listen to the announcers, but I'm not thinking that that's Joe Gisandi or, or Joe Blow or or Robert Lee telling me that. It, I'm just listening to whoever it is. Yeah, unless you know?
1: they're spectacular. Yeah. or like a Vince Scully or whatever, or they do something stupid, you're not really caring who the names yeah, are. Yeah, just give, make right? sure the
0: game's on. I want right. the game on, and I don't care. So. There,
1: there was a great tweet I found this morning where Bob Lee, L-E-Y, oh. you know, from outside the lines that, you know, one of the best – sports journalists out there he, he tweets out rather worried that my employee id pass may not admit me uh, in the morning too <laughs> i know yeah you know he's even making fun of his own light heart and of course he can get away with stuff that yeah. other people yeah can. he's a legend it wasn't mean-spirited but it was it was sort of a stab going. This was ridiculous. <laughs>
0: All right, we'll change that. But again, I'm going to repeat. Anybody on Facebook, and I know the Jones boys were watching. We're looking for opinions on what rule you would love to change in sports. Mine was I, I want to eliminate kickoffs in football. I don't see the sense in them anymore. But if you have a sport that you a rule in a sport that you think hey it needs to be changed, taken away, or altered, uh, you know just Facebook us right now, and uh, we'll get in it. Um, this week, uh, the show we're being produced is. The week of the fight, McGregor and Mayweather, which everybody oh they're is, fighting, they're fighting. If you haven't heard, uh, I haven't heard about it. Everything. That. Yeah, yeah. Is a, I just want this is fight. Is that too. a big? Is that a big deal? It's a big deal. Yes. So okay. You can pay ninety nine dollars and you can watch it at the movie theater. You can watch it at home, and it's it's everybody is jumping on Buffalo board. Buffalo Wild Wings. Buffalo Wings. But
1: I still don't care about the fight,
0: right? other than I want it to be over with. Is that horrible? I mean, a gigantic sporting event in terms of at least it's a sporting event. There's you know there's there's whatever, but. I, I have you. railed
1: against this fight for about four on. or five weeks and yeah. thought, how stupid it is. And, and I, go, but I might go to Buffalo Wild Wings. I may, <laughs> <laughs> I may go up there for 10 bucks. I don't know. I've, I've, all my life I was a boxing fan, and I know, I know that Mayweather is going to hold off McGregor because he's a counterboxer. He's one of the best boxers of all time, and this guy does, hasn't boxed. I don't know, I'm suddenly, I'm getting sucked into the hype here. I'm just thinking, maybe it works. But maybe there's something Don't these fights
0: always start late, like at night, right? Yeah,
1: it doesn't matter. I'm going to I bed. I can stay up till later 9, that's fine. <laughs>
0: I'm going to bed and I'll wake up my, uh, Sunday. You have no
1: interest in this. I have. At
0: all. I think it is the biggest, uh, just gobbledygook is what I would call. It. I don't care. I'm not a boxing fan and I'm not an MMA fan. Uh, none of that in, intrigues me at all. So I just want it to be over with, so I can watch Sports Center for baseball highlights, football highlights, and college football sports scores and things. That's what I want. I want that's. I, I want the ESPN with just the major sports and all the peripheral can go away. But I'm a weirdo, so that's what I want.
1: Well, I, I also watched part of a Rocky movie this week, so maybe that got me a little, little excited <laughs> there too. But I'd love to see it, you know. i, I well, go. I, I, I know, but, but I'm not willing to spend more than ten bucks. That said, I'll probably wait for the highlights.
0: There you go. Um, I don't know if you heard last night or if you watched last night. Uh, Rich Hill, the Dodgers pitcher, took a no hitter into, into the, the ninth, ninth, perfect game into the ninth. They, they, the Dodgers uh, committed an error, so he took a no hitter into the tenth. And on the right at the bottom of the tenth, the Josh Harrison of the Pirates had a home walk run, off. walk off home run. And it was funny, is because both teams really. Even though the Pirates won, the Dodgers were kind of like they weren't really mad because it was such a great experience to to Maybe be part Maybe Rich Hill Yeah, but you know he was pretty cool about everything. You know, yeah, I had a no hitter and I did. You know, my we just didn't get it done tonight. And there's a lot of great plays behind me and my my players played hard. It was a baseball game with the Pirates won, but you didn't really feel like the Dodgers lost. Maybe because the record is so astronomical, it doesn't matter. But uh, it was a really neat event. First time since '59 that there's been a, a kind of a walk off home run to win a game.
1: Off of, off of a no-hitter. Yeah, right. off of a no-hitter, yeah. Yeah, there was a, there was one game, I forget what it was, where both pitchers had no-hitters through nine back yeah. in the late 50s. I, I don't think the Dodgers cared because, holy cow, I was looking at their record this morning. They've won 71.5%, 71.4% of their games. 71.4%. They've won 89 games. They're 51-14 and 14 at home, I think I saw. Yeah. If they... If they... Was they 125 games so they what 37 games? So if they go 20 and 17, 20 and 17, which is not very good, they're going to win 109 games.
0: Remember the Mariners that one year that won what 112 or 118? Yeah, and the Yankees remember.
1: took them out in yeah, six. Yeah, in the, uh, I
0: just have a feeling. I don't know why, because the Dodgers have, and I had that. Uh, in the playoffs the last few years they can't really advance very far so i just have a bad feeling for dodger fans that they're going to win 110 to 115 games and they're going to make it at, you know one round of playoffs maybe you
1: never know in the playoffs the problem with the mariners is they happen to have a, a fantastic season a season before or after the season before or after the yankees then set a record yeah and this was a dynasty at that point the nationally doesn't have a dynasty i thought the cubs were starting one last year and who knows what they'll do in the playoffs. and they're starting
0: to get a little space in that in the, in the nl central there's like three or four out games up right now so right yeah they're getting better as they go on if you know they, they need to get their catcher back by the playoffs and go from there but they're
1: gonna be right there at the end and as far as the media coverage imagine if that had been two east coast teams having played that game and if there was an east coast team that had won that much it, it's really the East Coast bias because most people live on the East Coast and of course the West Coast yeah. has quite a few but the Dodgers I think is is almost historic season that they're having I don't think it's getting as much coverage
0: it's not getting that much play because I think that baseball right now is one of those things where football starts to really the, the people almost I, I'm trying to think what the guy told me this morning. I was listening to somebody. And he's like, once your team, you kind of know where your team is right now in baseball. Mm-hmm. So you can sit back and say, hey, I know I'm going to the playoffs or I'm not going to the playoffs. And I really start preparing myself for football. Right. And then when baseball playoffs get here, you can watch the baseball playoffs all during the week. And then you do that. You go, you move forward.
1: It's, um, yeah, it, it, it could be. I think that... Um This could be an interesting postseason, though, just like last year. Major League
0: Baseball is licking their chops. you got the Dodgers, Yankees, Red Sox, Cubs, four classic teams in big markets all right there.
1: And you have a lot of teams that you could conceivably, if the season were to end, I think, pretty pretty much today, you'd have a playoff to get into the wild card in the AL. Um, It's it's really exciting. And then the other, but, again, that's going against, we have this amazing Florida State-Alabama game. Yep. That uh, what was <laughs> sorry, that? my phone went off. this okay. is live. I think that'll be interesting too to see exactly. what happens at the beginning of the football season.
0: We're about out of time. one last subject, Joe, the League World Series is going on. Are you I, I just fan or no fan?
1: Um, I'm a fan, but I'm not a diehard fan. I, uh, I can watch baseball in any way. I watched a couple of innings the other day, and and I love it, and I think it's great. And you know, some of the parents are good, and some of the parents are bad. It's just there's so much starting to go on right now. We're about ready to head into the U.S. Open Tennis, yep. which is great. The college football season's going in. The baseball season, if our teams are in it, we're excited about it. I mean, how about that huge trade in the NBA? I mean, yeah. the NBA has been in. in in, in our uh, scope all summer as well. I mean, Kyrie Irving going to the Boston Celtics and then uh, Isaiah Thomas going to the, to the Cavs. That's one hell of a trade.
0: That's a big trade, and I think the key to that trade is the Nets' number one pick that the Celtics have goes to Cleveland. So Cleveland's going to get a top three, top four, top five pick next year. Probably. Which keeps Absolutely. maybe keeps LeBron in Cleveland. You know, when you think about it, because now he's gonna have he'll have Isaiah Thomas, and he's gonna have another young scorer to come above, come on board to the Cavaliers. So that that might be the trade that keeps uh, the in that keeps LeBron into the end of his career.
1: Yeah, it, it could be. I, I mean, you never know. Who but, knows? Yeah. But, the, but the NBA writers, I'll tell you right now, they're busy. I mean, oh. all through this season, they've had to be. So well, yeah, Magic so Johnson,
0: uh, possible tampering issue came up this week. So the NBA just stays. You know, it is the NBA and NFL right now are the are the two things that people talk about more. You know, even though we're having a great baseball season, so there's some great home run hitters out there, great, you know, races, elite teams in contention. But, you know, baseball really has taken a little bit of a backseat to the NBA this summer in terms of coverage.
1: Yeah. But like you
0: said, in the individual markets, though, no, I people are still you. following the Cubs and the Royals and the Indians, right. the teams that are all in contention. Yeah, so don't mean, count those Royals out. If you notice they're playing? Oh, no,
1: I see. They're, they're right in the hunt. Yeah, yep. I mean, baseball is, I think, will forever be a regional sport, like you said, and we've talked about. And the NBA is, is I think, going to justifiably. I think the NBA in 20 years will be the top sport in this well, country.
0: I saw where ESPN had put out their ESPN uh, ABC schedule. They're doing 104 games this year which is more than they did last and year. And they're all
1: with the Warriors and the Cavs. But they're
0: really increasing their schedule so you're gonna see a lot more NBA this year on uh, in, uh, ESPN and the ABC you know family of networks there. So
1: yeah.
0: anything but, else? Cause we're about out of time Joseph. No
1: just one last thing is I read a story about how parents are uh, red-shirting their kids for academic reasons not for sports they're because studies have shown that kids aren't going to if you're born in august and you go to school you're going to do far worse than someone who's born even in September, October, yep. November. So I wonder how eventually that's going to impact because they're already doing stuff like that down in Texas and some other places yeah. for <laughs> athletic reasons.
0: Well, and uh, the, and foreign countries do that a lot too. Yeah. Uh, you know, they don't start their kid until they don't really count their kids' age until they get to two, and then they start. And that's when they're really one. And so there's really weird rules about that. If you ever in a Little League World Series, wonder why we always get beat in the finals? Well, those kids are a little bit older, but they're legally a little bit older, so it's not illegal, but it's just weird how things are counted. So interesting, uh, it happens. So there you go. I'm Jeff. I'm Joe. Have a great day, everybody. We'll be back next week on the Sports and Media Podcast.